Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are live. Welcome to the MLB Strategy Show presented by Yahoo Sports. I am Josh Engelman. I am joined by my Tuesday partner, Jake Hari. We are about to break down an 11-game MLB slate. But first and foremost, Jake, what's going on? Not much, man. Just uh, getting getting all prepped for all these sports we still got going on. It's fun time. Uh, I, I don't want it to be over, but it's not going to be because we got NFL coming up. Yes. Uh, have you? So I talked with Lafie yesterday a little bit. Have you done any like best balls or anything like that? Nah, no, no best ball. The only best ball drafts that have happened in this house were my wife Friday night did two of them to prep for her girl really? draft on Saturday. Yeah, wow. I can I convinced her to change their league to best ball for this season because they don't pay for waivers. Well, yeah, like you never know what's going to happen with this NFL season. And if like they live for their draft more so than anything else. So I was like, look, here's the deal. We have no idea how the NFL season is going to shake out. If we lose games and stuff during the week, it's going to be really irritating. You should switch to best ball this year. Have your draft, have your party, set it and forget it. And then, you know, hopefully next year you can get back to normal. So they agreed to that. So I was like, okay, well, you know, it's a little different. So she fired up uh Two Yahoo drafts, actually. Whew, I can even plug it. That's there you perfect. She did two Yahoo best ball drafts um, Friday night. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, the draft was, as a party, a uh, success. As uh, a way for 10 people to get NFL teams, probably an unmitigated disaster. I still have the draft sheet hanging in my uh, like living room downstairs. Teams aren't very good. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, it's best ball, so you never know. It might it might look different towards the end of the year. Someone always ends up with a stack squad. Uh, I don't even have to grind the waiver wire. That's that's the thing I'm most excited for with these. Like it is kind of a grind if you want to like do 150 or whatever, yeah. whatever the max is. But once you're once the season starts, like it's done. You know yeah. you can't do anything about it. So I like that aspect of it. So been having fun with those. We obviously have the draft kit, which I'm using. And I think that's probably putting me ahead of most people. And if you learn a little bit about lineup construction, I think you can have a lot of success in these. Yeah. I might do, I don't know, maybe, maybe a few, just get a little package of it just for something to root for. But yeah. um, it's, 
it's not something that I'm going to be dedicating the time to. I'd rather just play DFS. That's my preference. That's me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so we got 11 games. We're going to have to dive in pretty aggressively now. Uh, a ton to talk about. Yesterday was the trade deadline, so a little bit of movement across the league, at least that's for sure. I was hoping uh, Clevenger was going to go to the Braves. That was kind of a bummer. Although, I don't know, the picture that ESPN showed of him, he looks terrible. Uh, he looks like me right now, like not wearing the quarantine well. Yeah, well, maybe that'll happen when you get shunned by your team for a little bit there. So Also true. Um, yeah, I mean, how, how did you do last night? Did you have anything? I, I got bent over in basketball pretty bad. It was the worst day that I've had so far during the playoffs. Um, basically, just like everything that I thought could happen went the other direction, which is fine. Uh, you know, that's how it works. But I was woke. I, I woke up thinking like, okay, hopefully that lottery ticket lineup is there and the rest of those uh, lineups are also garbage. But no, I didn't have the lottery ticket lineup. Nothing good. Yeah, that was I mean, similar for me in NHL. Although my top stack by a mile uh, scored five goals. My, the team scored five goals in the first period, and I still got waxed. So uh, sometimes weird things happen uh, in DFS. And then in MLB, I got crushed too. So uh, fun night all around, but it, it is a new day. It's DFS, so um, get to give it another shot tonight. Yeah, that's the best part of DFS. You don't have time to lick your wounds. You just have to dive right back in. That's yeah, why yeah. NFL is so rough, because you take that beating Sunday night, and then it's like, shit, I can't fix this until next Sunday. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what showdown's for. I mean, we got the that best is what showdown tools. Uh, we got ownership and all that, so I'm getting my sheets ready. I'm, I'm going to be dropping some showdown week. content each week, too. You are? I am. All right. I'm excited to uh, that's, that's, that. Uh, that, that. That's a that's a preliminary plan for right now, but right. I don't want to spoil anything. We do. We might have you know a contenders video for showdown slates. Who knows? Who knows? I know people oh. are going to be really uh, yearning for that. <laughs> I can't even say it seriously. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, Yahoo Sports is the presenting sponsor of this show, so um, give them a little love. Give us a little love. Hit that thumbs up on your way into the show that's 75 85 people in here right now 24 likes that's actually pretty good so i'll take it but since you're here and you're one of the few can we get 86 of 86 are 86 of you listening hard enough do you like me enough do you like jake enough to hit that you probably like jake a lot more than you like me so hit that thumbs up for jake you ready to dive in yeah let's do it (laughs) eric johnson in chat always love josh's 100 yards and the tv calls they're great yeah they were they were not great in the uh, 2019 season, that's for sure. I can't believe it's September 1st. I know. It's it's just weird that everything's going on. Like, I'm still getting used to it. Like, football is in nine, yeah, nine days. Next Thursday is the first game. And then it's like, all right, well, let me work on NHL projections. It just, it the things don't go together. And then NBA playoffs is on. It's like, I don't know, just a weird warped sense of time for the last six months. It doesn't feel right because of NBA and NHL being around. I was just thinking like two years ago at this time, I was scrambling to get away from a hurricane to produce shows in a hotel room for the NFL. And now it's just everything's going on. That that would be like a normal day in 2020. Yeah, exactly. A little hurricane, you know, you got to bring all your stuff, try to produce from somewhere you're not familiar with. Uh, all the usual 2020 things. 
the news god himself said, Josh, get a haircut. We might get you to a thousand likes. That's probably true. It's, it's at the point of no return now. Um, I've been trying to avoid being in public as much as possible, but I'm getting to the point where it's really unruly and looks like utter shit with the hat off. So no, you, you look like a, like a baseball player backwards cap. On. I look like a baseball player that uh, got cut and then couldn't find a job. <laughs> well, I would <laughs> really say that. But. Not ideal. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking pretty, pretty rough right now. Is this a strategy show or a boring soap opera? Honestly, I hope it's a boring soap opera. A little bit of both. I can, yeah. I don't, we got plenty of time, man. <laughs> Slate's not till seven o'clock. I might go, I might do, let's see. I'm going to go to six. Jake, do you want to do six hours of nothing related to baseball and then just drive it home for MLB Live Before Lock? Yeah, yeah. Let's just carry it into Live Before Lock. I'm sure everyone would be pleased with that. See, Nate says, I, I gave up and went the shaved head rep. I would do that, but there are two reasons why I won't. One, I've got a terrible head for a shaved head. I learned that the hard way in college. Two, when it's styled, I love my hair. It's fantastic. But I'm not doing that nonsense every single morning during a quarantine. That's insane. Yeah. It's backwards hat season. Anyway, Yankees Rays. Four and a half run implied total for the Yankees. Four for the Rays. 56% chance to win for New York. Masahiro Tanaka going for the Yankees. Trevor Richards going for the Rays. A little tiny bit of ownership coming in for Richards. Uh, more importantly, though, 15% coming in on Masahiro Tanaka on DraftKings. Neither guy really getting any love on FanDuel. How do you feel about Tanaka? I think Tanaka's fine. Uh, we saw Cole struggle a little bit yesterday with this Rays team. Obviously, Tanaka not at the same level as Cole, but he's kind of missing bats at the same sort of rate he was a couple of years ago, maybe three years ago. Um where he's got his swinging strike percentage up in the teens. Uh, he's getting a bunch of chases. Now the results haven't been spectacular. He's, he's not really getting a ton of strikeouts, but and he's not going deep. Um, so that's why he's priced at 7,600. Um, maybe the name value is getting him some ownership. I think he's fine. I just wouldn't expect, uh, like I think his upside is going to be limited. Um, based on how few batters he's being allowed to face, even in his good starts. Like last time out, he had five innings, but only faced 17 hitters um, with four strikeouts um, and didn't have any damage, and they, they pulled him. So they're probably just not going to let him go super deep, um, and that's why he's 7,600. But I still think he could get you into that 18 to 20 DK point range um, in five or, or maybe a little bit more innings. I think he definitely stands out in the price range that he is in. I understand why he's about about 15% ownership. I think all of that looks right. Uh, we'll dig into a guy a little bit more expensive than him. That's picking up the lion's share of ownership. Actually, we'll get it. We'll dig into a guy that's a little bit lower than him in salary too. Um, two guys just soaking it all up. Yeah. Not entirely sure why the concentration is as big as it is, but I guess we'll get to it. Do you have any interest in Richards? Uh, a little bit. Um, he, he's not getting owned at all and he's dirt cheap and he's like anyone that's not Lindblom apparently today, <laughs> a six, seven K below range is yeah. going to be contrarian. So that's why he's getting pushed out to me. I, 
I'm not going crazy on him. I have 15% of the 5% owned Richards. I'm pretty comfortable with that against the Yankees team that still does have some swing and miss in their lineup without standing judge. Um, so that's, that's really all I've got to say about Richards. Just a price play. No ownership coming into either side of this game from a hitting perspective. Um, given Tanaka's ownership and where I have the Rays ranked, I don't mind using them as a stack. I don't have a ton of interest in the Yankees, honestly. It's not really a great game for hitting, but if I was going anywhere, I would probably go to Tampa just to go on the opposite side of 15% Tanaka. But like I have the Rays eighth. I think they're a pretty solid value outside of Brandon Lau at 5,500. Um, even Austin Meadows at 4,800 is not all that crazy. Just a lot of guys in the mid threes. I think they're pretty easy to get to. I'm surprised they're not getting any ownership. Do you like the Yankees or the Rays? Uh, I'm not big on the Yankees today. I like the Rays though. Um, just good prices outside of Lau. Like you mentioned, a um, bunch of lefties in a park that favors left-handed power, Yankee Stadium. Um, so I like the Rays a little bit, but that's mostly just because they're completely unowned and they've got, um, or they're completely unowned. Plus you get the, uh, leverage off of Tanaka, like we said. Favorite raise bet. Let's see. I like, uh, man, I got 8% Kiermeyer, but he's batting eighth or expected to bat eighth. Yeah. Uh, 2300 though. That's not yeah, too crazy. Yeah. I like, Man, the, the bottom of this order is coming up for me. I got to be careful with this Rays team. It's probably Meadows leading off at 4,800, right? Yes, I, I, I agree that I think that Meadows is the best there. I think Lau is just too – like, I, I still like Lau, but 5,500, I mean, you're paying the full freight. Right. So. Any Yankees bats stand out? Not really. Uh, I usually get to them, um, but I'm searching through my exposure. I – crunched out my 150 like I would if the slate was starting now. And uh, I got to basically no Yankees. Ah, I just accidentally unmuted us in my ears on uh, Restream. I didn't realize I had it open. That wasn't fun. It was just you repeating the last line that you just said oh. to me. Weird. Yeah, it wasn't fun. Uh, so at least I know how long the delay is. Um, Gary Sanchez is 3K on FanDuel probably goes fully overlooked because you don't have to play a catcher. Uh, he doesn't hit like a catcher. Um, if you're one-offing anybody from the Yankees, I wouldn't mind it being Sanchez. But ultimately, uh, a small share of the Rays, given Tanaka's ownership and given their lack of ownership, is the only real direction I want to go here. Yeah, just the Rays for me, I think. Phillies and Nats, 4.7 run implied total for Philadelphia, 3.8 for the Nats. Uh, 59% chance to win for Philly. Aaron Nola going for the Phillies. Pat Corbin going for the Nats. Nola picking up some love. 14% owned on FanDuel at 10-2. 28% owned on DraftKings at 10-4. Um, Corbin like 5 to 10% depending on the site. Who do you like more? And what do you want to do with that person that you do like? Because Pat Corbin's no slouch. No, he's not. Um, I'm not really on any of the bats in this one. Um, I like Nola better. The <clears throat> The strikeout matchup isn't ideal for Nola, but I, man, I'm still finding a way to get to a bunch of them. He's going to be 30% owned. That's not even the highest owned 
pitcher on the slate, uh, which is weird. It's yeah. it's the cheap guys. So I know we've got Coors today, and uh, that's awesome. And we've got the Astros, but they're not even that expensive, and they're one of my favorite stacks. Plus, I'm getting to a ton of Nola, like I said. So I like Nola a ton. Um, just the arguably the most talented pitcher on this slate. Uh, looking at the matchup uh, against the Nationals. Let's see here. I greatly prefer Corbin, by the way, in a GPP oh. scenario. In a GPP scenario. What's the ownership difference? Uh, we have Nola at 28 and Corbin at 8. Um, they're the top two pitchers in our top two pitcher tool, which you guys should check out if you're not, uh, if you haven't, but Corbin has essentially one third, the ownership. Um, so in a GPP, I really like the idea of switching to Corbin if you can. So I'm over on Corbin right now too, quite a bit. Um, so I guess I like both of these guys. Yeah. Um, just two of the best strikeout pitchers on the slate. They, Grade out okay in the top pitcher tool, especially Corbin because he's going to come in uh, undervalued, um, and I, I boost those guys up. So I think they're I think both of them are fine. I'm just worried about. I the, yeah, I, I didn't mean that. Like I didn't like Nola, by the way. Right, I just like Corbin more. <laughs> I I'm surprised. Like we even have Corbin at a point where we can play him in the, like using the projections just because. Uh, 10-2 and a 4.7 implied total against is pretty high. Yeah. Um, usually we don't get to much of those guys regardless, but the slate looks a little bit different in that sense. There's, it's not top heavy um, like we had yesterday. And I think that's a testament to how good Corbin is too, that even with that sort of run total in the park, that he can still be viable given his stuff. Right. Oh, yeah, so yeah. absolutely. I, I definitely like the uh, the idea of going to Corbin in large field stuff, uh, given the disparity in ownership. And that gets backed up by Alex's top pitchers tool. So it makes me feel good. Uh, you know what you're getting out of Aaron Nola. The matchup's great. Um, you know, you'd like a different park, but 3.8 run implied total on the Nats. They're a relatively average offense. Um, so I think it looks good there. There's not really any hitting coming into this game, and I don't really think there should be. I I don't have much. I can't imagine. Like I don't have any interest in stacking either side of this game. I don't really get the sense that I would be picking out individual bats either. No, the, these guys I hate to target one offs against. Um, yeah, I'm I'm probably good on hitting all around. Okay. Um. Yeah. I don't, like I don't even have individual bats. Real Muto's at 11% on DK and Andrew McCutcheon is at 10% on FanDuel. Those are the only two guys in double digits. And you know why you're getting Real Muto to climb a little bit because he's a catcher. It's just a little bit different. Soto, the chat saying Soto is on fire. Yeah, he is. Uh, Huge performance yesterday. Um, But going up against a really, really good pitcher in Nola here. Yeah. You guys could have that one. Yeah. Not for me. Keeping it moving. We'll get to stuff that we can actually dig into eventually. Uh, Like now, for instance, the Pittsburgh Pirates hosting the Chicago Cubs. 4.2 run implied total for the Pirates. 5-3 for the Cubbies. Uh, Chad Cool going for the Pirates. John Lester for the Cubs. Um, Nobody's owning either of the pitchers. So how much Lester do you have? 100%, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah, 100% Lester. Just lock that in uh, every site. 
Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't see myself getting to much Leicester at all. I get it against the pirates. Like they haven't been a good lineup this year. I think, especially against lefty. I think they faced the lefty yesterday. Um, and, um, we, Lafayette and I looked at the numbers and they were with lucky landslots. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus awful awful against lefty so um Today, I mean, you're getting a Cubs stack that is a little bit overowned, but still one of the better chances outside of Coors of being a top stack uh, against Cool, who has certainly had his blowups in his time in the majors and in the minors. Uh, I mean, I like the Cubs here um, in, in a stack. So I'll, I'll play the Cubs. I just hope their ownership doesn't get uh, out of hand right now. They're let's see the third highest owned team on the slate on, on DK. So I I would like to be interested in Lester, but 9,400 is just way too much to be spending when you have Corbin and Nola, not all that far ahead of him. And you can certainly find the bats to make it work. So I don't have much interest in Lester. I'm certainly not rostering any pirates bats. Uh, If Lester were getting ownership, I might have a little bit more interest in that, but he's not. So I'm not. However, there is ownership coming into the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. Uh, 10% aggregate on both FanDuel and DraftKings. I have them as my number four stack overall. How do you feel about the Cubs against the Pirates? Yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned them a little bit. Just their their ownership is uh, probably higher than what it should be right now. Yeah. Um, so we'll see where it where it stabilizes, where which teams get picked up uh, in terms of their ownership. Um, but a good implied total against a guy. I like targeting against with righties or lefties, a guy who doesn't strike out um, many hitters. He's got an over five X fit on the season talking about cool. And then just wanted to circle back quick. So I, I like the Cubs, but just wanted to circle back quick on Lester. I know we're still in a small sample, but uh, or for the season, but Lester has a 16% K rate and he's 9,400. I mean, this is not 2012 John Lester where he's, no, uh, you know, a, a one or two in the rotation. He's okay. Um, two seventy three x ISO to righties this year. That's that's worrisome. So <laughs> I hope I hope Lester's popular. I don't think he's going to be all that popular. I doubt we have him projected for a ton of ownership right now. Um, no, two percent. He's owned more on Fandle actually. Just a really low like the way I'm thinking about this season. The way I think about September baseball normally is just. Well, which guys are like, which guys could hurt me for their price. So I'm always looking to play the 
cheaper guys looking for reasons to play the cheaper guys looking for reasons to get off the more expensive guys. And it seems like Lester's upside is capped here. How do we want to manage the Cubs bats that per the top stack tool are going a bit over owned? Is there anybody that stands out to you where you're not really worried about the ownership? Schwarber. I think Schwarber's probably one of the best plays on the slate at 4,300 outfield. Um, you got two other positions there on DraftKings. So you, it's not like you can only play him. It's not like he's a shortstop or something like that, like Baez. Um, no, there's there's not really anyone I would necessarily – like I like Hap too for 4,100 uh, batting sixth. It looks like Brian's cheap if he's leading off. Baez is cheap. And then Rizzo is the guy that looks to be priced correctly. So they're – they're cheap and they probably shouldn't be. And that's why they're getting uh, a little bit over owned and top stack tool. Yeah. They're overall, I have them fourth value. I have them third. That's generally going to end up getting you a bit over owned. So I don't mind having bits and pieces of them. Uh, I think it's going to be easier to find some other teams in that same area, but it's not like there are some stay away, uh, when you have like legitimate talent, like Bryant, Rizzo, Baez, Schwarber, Contreras, even Hap, I mean, the, all of all six of those guys that I just named have steamer ISO projections north of 200. So you're not going wrong by picking any of these dudes, but people are sort of already there. I, I, I would expect to be relatively neutral to the Cubs, yeah. maybe a hair low. Cool is due for a nice little blow up here. Uh, maybe he's changed some things. But he, he has been okay this year. Like, he's going five or six innings in most of his starts. But he's given up five home runs in four starts. Uh, he's had four and three walks the last two times. And uh, I think that's still the type of pitcher he's going to be more often than not. Um, 4.98x, but I think he's been a little bit lucky based on, um, like, his overall stats. So, maybe Is that a real here. Are you looking at chat right now? Is that a real story about uh, Pittsburgh's prospect, Hayes? Um, Fun fact, his name was originally going to be Kevin, but his parents changed their mind to Brian instead. But they didn't erase it well enough on the birth certificate, so it went into the books as Kebrian. <laughs> that can't be real, can it? What? Really? Uh, I... <laughs> I've heard stranger stories than that. Uh, I I dated a girl in high school who uh, they accidentally spelled her name wrong on the birth certificate. So it's just like not what they wanted. I guess you got to just keep it. It's meant to be at that point, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Craziness. Craziness. I don't have anything else. Favorite Cubs bet? You, you own Schwarber? Ah, uh, Scott McDonough. I just made that up. That's not funny, man. I bit. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty funny. I I wouldn't have bit if I didn't know other stories of birth certificate mistakes. My girlfriend's uh, brother, they have a story similar to that. Um, they wouldn't. It's not that outrageous, but uh, they thought a period wasn't. Oh, or they thought. Yeah, they thought the period was an O or something, and um, there shouldn't be periods on birth certificates anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> that's got to be the worst for like 
getting your credit run and like all sorts of like actual government stuff where you're like, that's, I mean, it's not like my real name. It's just, yeah. you guys are idiots. Yeah. So people don't change that. I still think my sister got married like three years ago and I don't even think she's changed her last name yet. So <sighs> don't even waste the time. Yeah. Uh, Katie's name on our primary credit card is still her old name. It's, we've been <laughs> married for five and a half years. No, we've been married for six years. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There six and a half years now. So yeah. Uh, so we'll go places. And like, if she puts the card, like, hey, well, we used to go to places. Uh, you don't do that anymore. Right. When we used to go to like bars and I would go in to close out and they'd be like, uh, name. And I'd be like, Engelman. Uh, we don't have that. <laughs> Killer. <laughs> Red Sox and Braves. 4.4 run implied total for the Red Sox. 5.6 for the Braves. Uh, Ryan Weber and Ian Anderson is what I've got in front of me now. Neither guy really picking up much ownership. Anderson at 6% on DK. Are you seeing anything here from a pitching perspective that gets you excited? Oh, uh, no. I, I'm sorry. I was reading the chat trying to uh, figure out this naming thing. But um, which game are we on? Red Sox Braves, if that's cool with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Anderson and Weber. Let me check my exposures quick, but I don't think I got to any. Yeah, I didn't get to either side of this game. So uh, your team, the Braves, I think are going to get some ownership here, right? But uh, they're Number actually stack in the top stack tool. Yeah, so they're right behind. They're right behind Coors, actually. Um, good value, under-owned. Um, that's going to be a stack that... I'm definitely looking at for tonight. Um, I mean, I just love, you, you know me, I love my Braves. And uh, tonight's <laughs> not going to be any different. So right now they're coming in for me as my fourth own stack on the night. Okay. Yeah. I, so I'm a little curious here. I don't love them as much. Surprise, surprise. Uh, I have them sixth, which, you know, is not like all that far off, but I don't think that I would get there as much as we're projecting. Like we have, I like the idea of getting to Dansby Swanson for 4,900 if he's 7% in the leadoff spot, but we've got Freddie Freeman at 22 already. Um, I don't love it. I don't love getting to lefty power in Boston. Uh, plays down considerably. I don't know if this is the best spot for Freeman, other than the fact that, um, you know, pitching isn't all that great for Boston. I don't think this game fits the Braves all that well. I I am more likely to be off of Atlanta than on Atlanta today. Makes me a little sad, but look, I I, I play DFS with my mind and not my heart. That's how you, that's how you should. And that's why you make money at it. Uh, and that's why yes. certain other people don't. Um, but it is entertainment, right? So play play how you want to play. I guess is the point there. Uh, in chat, Eric says Anderson has a plus-plus changeup. He'll do well. Well, that might be the case, but it looks like he's going to face a bunch of righties and generally, uh, unless your changeup is otherworldly, you don't want to be throwing that too much against same-handed hitters. Yeah. Um, so it, it might be an effective pitch against righties if it's m maybe more of like a sinker type. Um, but from what I what I hear from the smart baseball people, two seniors and changeups against same handed hitters are kind of no nos. Um, and you're just you're running it right into the barrel of the bat. Yeah. So 
Um, I mean, you know, they still happen. You, you, no pitch is a zero, but it's like uh, it's like MMEing. You know, you, you don't want the extreme. You can have a little bit of it. Cover all combinations in profit. Is that exactly exactly? Ah, right. Nice. Favorite Braves bet? Oh, it's always Freeman for me, uh, unless it's a lefty. But then, kind of always is Freeman, regardless, because then people play less Freeman lefty lefty. Uh, so he's my highest owned hitter on the entire slate right now. And then there's kind of a big drop off and then it's Swanson for me. <laughs> Give me Ozuna 4,200. I don't mind that it's, uh, you know, the righty here because the park is a little bit more neutral to right-handed power. So sign me up for a little bit of Marcelo Ozuna 5.6 run implied total. Uh, looks to be the fourth highest number we have on the slate. Do you get to any Boston bats against Anderson? No, not, not really. Um, we, we actually have Anderson being okay. I think he's, he's another one of these guys where if you're just not playing Lindblom today at a similar price point, uh, this would be a at least logical pivot. Now you're giving up points in the projection, uh, but the ownership gap is so wide that I don't mind taking some shares from Lindblom over to Anderson, at least the idea of that. Um, pretty big favorite. Um that's that's about it. it again it's just an ownership player yeah we're on the same page there all righty well four games down we have seven more to go unfortunately well not unfortunately but that's just a big slate i don't do you like big mlb slates no yeah i'm, I'm like a seven eight game guy it depends on the sport for sure um yeah, I like seven or eight for MLB. I like for like NHL, there's just so many, just the based on the way that I play it, I like like 10, 12, 13 gamers, but there's not that many of them. Um, and then for NFL, I like, the, I like the small slates. I like the single game. I like the two gamers, just the, any niche slate. Interesting. Uh, it, I mean, there's just so much money in them. Plus, like people just... They're drinking on Sundays. They're drinking <laughs> on Thursdays. They're, like, there's. Are so you also many, drinking on Sundays? Uh, a little bit, but not <laughs> nothing crazy. Like more so on like Thursday night, I'll have my friends over and watch sure. the game, and you know they're gambling. They're making these awful bets. I'm over here, like hopefully playing positive expected value DFS and. Uh, I love that you're yes. selling out your friends as just like total morons. Oh, like I tell terrible them. Bets. Well, so Brian Brick has been like tweeting out his picks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like showing my friends like this. So this is how you should be betting. And yeah. so they're like tailing his stuff and they're getting mad at me when they lose. And like, <laughs> oh, your friend. Yeah. He screwed me, but no. Yeah. Friend of the program, Brick. I've been seeing the uh, like player prop value bets yeah. uh, coming out. Good stuff. It's good stuff. You know what else is good stuff? Free content. And we have three separate pieces of free content today at awesomeo.com. If you're interested in today's NBA slate, a little two-game playoff action, NBA lineup builder, you can build out some lineups for yourself. That is free today. Since you're on this MLB show, I assume you're interested in baseball. The MLB projections are free today. If you're looking to check out awesomeo.com, this is the perfect day to do it because you can get Alex Baker's 
baseball projections for this entire slate. You definitely want to check that out. And then finally, if you're playing NHL today, NHL rankings free. Jake, what's going on in the NHL today? So there's a two-game slate. Um, the rankings are going to get you to a point where you know which plays are kind of the ones you should be targeting. Um, and then there is a goalie we're not sure about in the late game. Markstrom for Vancouver. Vancouver's probably going to get closed out tonight. It's 3-1 Vegas. Um, but Markstrom is a question mark, and he's a much better goalie than their backup. So if their backup goes, uh, basically just hammer Vegas, and the projections and the rankings will show you that. Uh, that will lead you in that direction. So, um, yeah, I mean, I like these two-game slates. Uh, I wish we had a couple more games, though. A few more weeks of four- and five-gamers would be nice for NHL. But cool. Well, there you go, guys. Three pieces of free content. NBA lineup builder, NHL rankings, and MLB projections. Come check it out. Awesomeo.com. We're about to get into a big one for me. Uh, Alex does not totally agree. We'll see where you land. Baltimore Orioles, New York Mets. Woj against Franklin Colome. A 5.3 run implied total for the Mets looks really good to me, which is making the New York Mets my number one stack for the day. They are coming in fifth on DraftKings as an over-owned stack as well. Do you like the Mets today against Woj? Uh, I I don't mind the Mets. Um, I actually like Woj a little bit for fifty-five. Nah, crazy. Yeah. So this is a guy that Adams talked about. I think a bunch, and he kind of believes in his stuff. And who am I to disagree with Adam? He, he studies this day in and day out. Um, nice. His XFIP is really high, uh, and he hasn't shown the swing and miss like what he did last year, so that's a little bit concerning. Still a near 12% swinging strike rate. Like His chase is to be a little bit higher, and the implied total against him is going to basically bring his ownership down to where you're just looking for a low-owned punt. So he's another guy in that category that I like. Um, And we don't have the Mets projected that high, as you guys can see for free if you're not a member. so I, it's mostly just going to be Woj for me, which is a little bit scary. Yeah, I'm going aggressively <laughs> the other direction. I want all of the Mets. The most expensive Mets bat on DraftKings today is $4,600. They're super easy to stack. Two guys with MPE. As long as you don't, like, you can use Conforto, obviously. Um, he's the best hitter in the lineup. But he, he and Jeff McNeil are the only guys picking up major ownership. Um, this is a fantastic park. It's a fantastic run total. Woj has a 579 projected FIP from Steamer. Just in 2020, a 244 X ISO to lefties, a 225 X ISO to righties. If I add in last year, it's 245 and 235 respectively. He's striking out barely 20% of his batters. Uh, he's not even getting 20% against righties. Give me all of the New York Mets. I'm in. I'm fully in. <clears throat> no, I get it. I mean, we just have stacks projected uh, a little bit better value, a little bit higher in terms of the top stack and like similar ownership. So, um, look, I, I get the numbers for Woj, especially against lefties, are very, very worrisome. Uh, I just – like it's still early in his career. Um, not that this is going to be the start he turns it around. And the Orioles probably aren't the organization which is going to turn it around, but I think he is capable of 
some like having decent upside here for 5,500. Um, but yeah, the amount of lefties is very, very worrisome here. I love it. I love it. Give me all of the Mets. I can't even recommend just one Met because it looks so good, but Pete Alonso at 4,400 getting 8% ownership. I am in 4,300 for JD Davis, 9% ownership. Yeah. That's not even oh. mentioning Brandon Nimmo in the leadoff spot. Uh, yes. So looking at the top stack tool, or I'm sorry, top pitcher tool. Top. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two value. Number one on DraftKings is Woj. Yeah. Uh, I've only got... A- 8.5% chance of being the t- a top two pitcher, uh, but he's 3% owned. And so he got forced up for me in, in my exposures to about 15%. I think I'm comfortable playing him. Uh, but the way I play, I should probably get in at least a few Mets stacks. I'm playing 150 lineups on any site tonight. Um, it's kind of a cop-out, but that's how a lot of people play MME. That's how I've learned how to play MME. Um, rather than just going all in on the cheap pitcher, which is something I, I might have done a couple of years ago. It's going to be a good one, man. It's going to be a what in the world. Okay, I'll deal with this later. Uh, do you have a favorite Mets bat? Let's see. I, I like Nimmo leading off. I just think Nimmo is a solid DFS play. Uh, whenever he's batting near the top of the order, plus you're getting a good price on him. I mean, you're getting good prices on all these Mets. Uh, if you just look at their matchup versus Wojciechowski. Uh, so Nimmo and Conforto, the two guys I like, but those are going to be two of the more popular guys in the stack. Yeah, I mean, I'm in for Nimmo for sure. I mean, Conforto grades out as the best guy. If you're playing cash, I think he is a cash lock as one of your outfield spots. Uh, Nimmo would be a guy that I would go to um, – if I was trying to stay just a little bit more unique. Uh, any Orioles bats? They are not getting any ownership, I might add. I don't have uh, any Orioles stacks. There are 22 teams on this slate. They rank 19th for me. So, Is it a, Go ahead. Is it a bullpen game for the Mets? I'm saying Arrow, uh, your auto. Seems stretched out. Um. Oh, I'm seeing Ariel Hirado now too. That was not there earlier. That's why I said Franklin Cologne. Yeah. Um. Let me check the Fangraphs. Let's see. I, that, I just went to Fangraphs. That one I've got already. 
Betting line says undecided. Okay. MLB.com says... TBD. So, I I don't think it matters. It's not I mean, even Degrom. <laughs> if it's someone really cheap <clears throat> that's stretched out, then I would be interested. Um, yeah, but that's fair for now. Um, it's looking like a bullpen game. Yeah. Uh, Brewers and Tigers. 5.2 run implied total for the Brew Crew, 4.2 for the Tigers. Josh Lindblom against, looks like Daniel Morris is going to be the guy as the long man. Lindblom, 23% owned on FanDuel, 43% owned on DraftKings, where he's 6,600. What do we do with Josh Lindblom today? Well, I, I'm not going to get to where the ownership's at on him. Um, I like two guys right around him. Essentially just as much at no ownership. I just like the strategy of taking the field against a cheap pitcher that's going to be this popular. Um, so I like the matchup righty, like for righty against the Tigers is awesome. But everybody knows that. And that's why he's going to get 10 times the ownership of someone that's cheaper, like Woj, who isn't uh, like he's not 10 times as likely to outscore him here. So if you just think of it from that perspective, um, it makes sense to at least filter in some of these other guys. That's not to say you can't play uh, 20% Lindblom and be unique with the lineups that you play him in or play Lindblom and don't play uh, like a ton of Coors stacks with him because that's what everyone's going to do. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have some specifically on DraftKings. I don't think I'm going to get to it much on FanDuel, though. Yeah, 23% like- owned on FanDuel. I don't. There's no chance that I would get that sort of amount. I would probably get zero given his ownership. Yeah, 6,800. It's a solid price, but uh, like the pricing's so soft on FanDuel day to day that that's like two downgraded hitters that are like 2,500 that are soft, like legitimately good plays. Yeah. Because you can always find that on a 12 game slate on FanDuel. Um, I think people just get too caught up with the cheap pitchers on FanDuel where you're, you're almost never wrong spending up there. That's yeah. how I feel. I, I completely agree with you. I would be much, much, much more likely to have Nola or Corbin. Um, and Corbin right now at 6% ownership on FanDuel. Just sign me up right there. Yeah, for sure. But from a hitting perspective, outside of Yelich as a cash option, I don't really want either the Brewers or the Tigers here. Yeah, this is a spot where you can stack against the cheap chalk pitcher. Might not be a phenomenal matchup. It is a low implied total for uh, the Tigers. But um, if baseball does baseball things and you can knock out whatever Limblom ends up being 40, 50% of the field, uh, that's massive. So. I will definitely be above the field on Tiger stacks right now. They're coming in all their hitters between like seven and 12%, which is exactly what I like to see. Just thought about this now. Uh, We should add the opposing pitchers ownership on the top stack tool. Yeah. I mean, I do it in my sheet, but it makes sense for everyone else just to kind of show what kind of leverage you're getting. Yeah. Cause like, 
if you have, let's say that you have two teams that are fully equal, you know, 4% top stack, 4% value, 1% ownership, but one of those teams has a pitcher that's 40% owned and the other one has one that's unowned, that 40% pitcher is, or like stacking against that 40% pitcher is uh, such a better leverage play in a GPP. Um, yep. Something you want to look into. Absolutely. All righty. Do you have anything else for Brewers Tigers? I don't have too much to go here. No, I just, on principle, I got to, I can't get to Lindblom here unless his projection jumps up six points or something. Uh, there's just no way. I'm with you. Uh, T McBee said uh, he thinks we can get to the hundred thumbs up mark before we get to the Texas game. I'm just going to do it right now. 240 viewers, 76 likes. We need 24 more. So if you haven't hit that thumbs up yet and you're interested in doing so because it helps us out a ton and doesn't affect you whatsoever, please hit that thumbs up. We would love it. And honestly, I just really like seeing triple digits as our likes number. So do that. Hit that like button. It's easy. And then we move on to the Kansas City Royals. The Cleveland Indians, Indians 5.2 run, implied total, Royals 3.8. Matt Harvey going for the Royals, Zach Plesak going for the Indians. Plesak 12% owned, Harvey no ownership whatsoever. Um, I don't really have a ton to add here. Uh, Plesak's ownership looks okay. He's one-fifth the ownership, basically, of Framber Valdez. So I think that's just like a pretty natural pivot depending on how you feel about Valdez. What do you want to do with Plesak against the Royals? Yeah, I'm right there with you on the pivot off of uh, Framber Valdez. Uh, I got to more Plesak than Valdez, actually, straight up. So uh, he's going up against a similar implied total. Uh, Valdez is a little bit lower against him. Um KC isn't even that bad of a strikeout matchup. For some reason, I had it in my head that that they were a bad matchup. They're actually a plus matchup. Uh, 25% strikeout rate against righties, 88 WRC plus. It's not like they're filled with power, and the guys that have power, Solaire and O'Hearn, um, like those are the guys that strike out a bunch, Dozier as well. So I like the spot for Plesak. I'm not like a huge fan of him. Uh, as a pitcher for DFS normally. Um, I mean, you look at his numbers this year, and I know he sat out for a while because of the uh, going out situation. Same thing as Clevenger. Um, but he's only striking out 20% of hitters so far. Um, how is it? Wait, how is this possible? He's only struck out 20% of hitters. Uh, he's got seven strikeouts, six strikeouts, and 11 in his first three starts of the season. Is this wrong on fan graphs? What am I looking at? I have him at 37.8% of lefties and 25% of righties. I had 2019 included. Okay. Um, That'll probably do it. Yeah. All right. So he's at, he's at 20. If you include 2019, right. He's got a 31%. Okay. That, that makes sense. I was looking at the numbers and then looking at his game logs. And I was like, this doesn't match up at all. <laughs> Unless he's walking like nine guys to start. Um, so he's actually had a really good strikeout rate. He's had three solid starts to start the season. Um, I'm guessing that rate comes down closer to where it was last season. Um, but yeah, I don't see anything wrong with Plesak. 
And I don't see much difference between him and Valdez. So give me police sack over him. Okay. I am totally with you there. Uh, Ownership just shouldn't be that big of a gap. Indians. So we have Cleveland as the number four stack in the top stack tool. They're also the second best value. They're pretty neutral from a top stack to ownership share, but I actually think that should be higher given where their value is. I'm surprised they're not picking up more ownership. I think Cleveland looks like one of the better stacks of the day. I have them fifth overall, but I have them as the second best value, just the same way as Alex. I would like to get to Cleveland against Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey stinks, and there is a lot of power in this Cleveland Indians lineup. Yeah, I, I'm wondering um, why they're not closer to where the Cubs are at. Higher top stack probability, lower ownership, higher value. Um, so we saw this yesterday, Lafayette and myself on the show. I can't remember which team it was, but um, yeah, that's a spot that I want to take advantage of. When they're this good of value and they're not getting over-owned. Uh, and everyone, it's weird because everyone knows Harvey stinks. Everyone loves stacking against him. Um and it's not like this is the Tigers lineup where it's a bunch of like righties with not a lot of power. Uh, you got a bunch of switch hitters in here. These guys always have the platoon split advantage. Um, yeah, I, I love this Cleveland roster. So I'm all over it. Uh, it sounds like you are as well. Yeah. What's your favorite Indians bat? Lindor. Hmm. I mean, that, that hmm didn't mean that I didn't like it. That's for sure. Uh, I would probably lean Ramirez, but it's him and Lindor are, are one, two, without question on both sites. Framil Reyes would be a, a very close third, and he is not getting all that much ownership at 4,100. Seems like a decent way to try to buy a home run. Any Royals? Mm. I, no, yeah. I don't think so. It's not It's not a good enough leverage spot against Plesak. Keeping it moving? Let's do it. This is going to be a weird one to dig into. Astros and Rangers, 5.8 run implied total for Houston, 3.7 for the Rangers. Framber Valdez going for the Astros. I believe it's going to be Jordan Lyles as the long man uh, for the Rangers. 55% ownership on Valdez right now at 8,100. Talk to me about this one. What do you think of that ownership for me personally, I think it's a tad high, although I understand it. Yeah, you, I mean, like, I get it. I get why everybody wants to play him. Uh, I would love to play him, too. Um, he's probably overperforming in terms of the strikeouts. He's expected to get in the strikeouts he is getting right now. Uh, like, based on his swinging strike rate and his strikeout rates from previous years, uh, he's under 10% for the season. He's below average in chases. Uh, those aren't end-all, be-all stats. Like He has some starts with a really good chase rate. Um, I mean, <laughs> like I said, he's just not that much different than Plesak. Uh, so the way I build lineups, I'm going to choose Plesak more often than not over, uh, over the guy that's $200 cheaper, yes, but he's, what, four times the ownership is a 12 to 55. Is that what you said? Yeah. 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 So exact 12 from Valdez 54.7. Yeah. That's, and it'll probably like the gap will, 
will tighten between those two. If it's 25 for Plesak or 22 for Plesak and let's say it's 40 for Valdez, then yeah, I'll start to get to some more Valdez. Um, I just don't want to play lineups that in MLB that have really any chance of being duped. Like there's nine roster spots or no, 10 roster spots. Um, I think you shouldn't be getting duped very often. It'll happen, but like you can legitimately share a bunch of lineups when you start with Valdez Coors and then, you know, you got to jam in some lower own or some low price bats and everyone goes to the same ones usually. So I understand why he's getting ownership. I don't think 55 is even remotely close to correct. And on FanDuel, he's the most owned pitcher at 9,900. He's the second most expensive pitcher as well. We have him as the third highest top pitcher odds, but just insanely overowned on FanDuel. Just go to Corbin in that scenario or go all the way up to Nola. Either one of those decisions, in my opinion, are better than taking Valdez and FanDuel. Yeah. No, you're I, playing cash. Robert Valdez is the first pitcher you're putting in. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think in general, if a guy's getting ownership, he's probably a good play in terms right. of projection. Um, and that's the case here. He projects well, just doesn't project as well when you factor in he's going to be in half the lineups tonight, over half the lineups. Um, what I'm thinking about is, like if I was hand-building tonight and trying to build a single entry – is playing one of those two popular guys or the, the two top guys we talked about, Nola or Corbin, whichever one you like more, getting a five-man stack of one of the, the highest probabilities, the highest probability guys, and then going like a two-man or a three-man Ranger stack against Valdez. So, yes, you've got some popular bats, but then you've got the two or three guys, whether it's Gallo or uh, one of the guys batting at the top, Chu, Solak. I know they're not great, but – They're so um, bad. Yeah, but you got to get different somewhere. And I think Valdez is good enough where I don't think you need to five-man stack. Um, but having the, the guy, if someone hits a three-run homer, that's going to sink. That could potentially sink Valdez. And Gallo's got a chance of doing that against really anyone, even lefty-lefty. Yeah, I, I would just rather fade Valdez than go to Texas as well. They're just, I mean, I have them 30 weighted runs, like the, I have the Astros aggregate weighted runs created plus at 105, which is solid. I have the Rangers at 76. I mean, we're talking about like barely a major league baseball team. They have two guys in the 50s, one of which is hitting third. They have three guys in the 70s, one in the 60s. I mean, this is just, it is barely an MLB team. So I'm just out on Texas. If you want to get to chew in the leadoff spot at 2,700, to me, that's it. That's all I want to do. Otherwise, I'm fully out on Texas. Light fade on Valdez. Ownership will probably come down a bit later on in the day. Astros bats, you would think, would should be like really good. They are the seventh highest stack, and they're owned about where they should be. So, you know, if you want to play Springer, Altuve, Brantley, Kyle Tucker, I think that's all reasonable. But to me, they are just a team that exists on this slate. Houston's actually – I'm surprised they're only um, 7%. Same. Top stack. I I, I, I'm shocked. Given because that slide total, given their matchup, like all signs would have pointed to me thinking Houston is way higher. 
Uh, yeah. And the way I made lineups, uh, Houston's my top stack. So I can't be out on Valdez entirely. I think you don't need to just cross him off. Um, especially as a correlation play. If you love the stack, I think in general, you should probably have some of that pitcher, assuming he can go five plus innings. Um, and so I'll have some Houston onslaughts with Valdez and hope, you know, they score a bunch of runs for him and then it doesn't really matter what Valdez does as long as he gets the win. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just figured that because of the amount of Houston that I got to so far, I mean, I have three guys over 20%, uh, Springer, Brantley and Altuve currently, um, and they're getting owned. So maybe the top stack tool needs an update. I'm not exactly sure, but, uh, they're one of my favorite stacks, if not my favorite on the night. Eight games up and eight games down. We've got three more to go. But what I think you guys should do, and I appreciate you all for getting to 105 likes. That's fantastic. I think you guys should all check out Yahoo. Yahoo Daily Fantasy Sports is the presenting sponsor of this baseball show. Um, you can get up to $30 in Yahoo Sports Rewards points, those YSRPs. And it's the only place that you can become a baller. And I think that's the key tenant for all of this. Use the promo code AWESOMO and get up to $30 in YSRPs. Um, you're going to see lower management fee contest. Always great for the player. They run no management fee contests daily. That is as good of a, you will not find better contests barring overlay anywhere in the industry. A no management fee contest is where you want to be. It's a great site to help you build your bankroll. Um, they do have some 150 max contests, but you're going to see a lot of 10 max. And I think that is a, a really great starting point for you if you're looking to dive into DFS. So check out Yahoo Sports. They are the presenting sponsor of our baseball show. And you can use the promo code AWESOMO when signing up to get up to $30 in Yahoo Sports rewards points. They're as good as cash, baby. Get it? Yes. So just to, to quick talk about Yahoo. So I've got it pulled yeah. up here. Um They've got a 25 cent no management fee for MLB. Uh, that is 25 max. So if you want to practice MME, if you just want to throw in three lineups, they got the same thing for uh, NBA. Um, a hundred dollar top prize as well. 25 max, 25 cent. We've got a three dollar as well. Um, take advantage of these contests, and they're going to have some really good stuff for NFL. So it would make sense to deposit over there now build up your bankroll a little bit over the next 10, 10 days, two weeks, and then uh, get some of this NFL stuff, uh, NFL action over on Yahoo. Cause the last couple of years, they've had really, really crazy good tournaments, uh, player friendly tournaments um, in NFL. So do that. Ownership is relatively spread out on Yahoo today. Colorado, San Francisco, and Atlanta are the top three teams by far in the top stack tool for the Bray or yeah, for, for Yahoo today. All three of them are either significantly over or at least slightly over their ownership share. So you can go right at cores and it doesn't even look like you're going to be dealing with a lot of duplication. So uh, there, there's a little look behind the curtain for the Yahoo top stacks tool. Three games to go. Minnesota Jake's. Chicago White Sox, coin flip game, 4.7 on both sides. Michael Pineda going for the Twins. Dallas Keuchel going for the White Sox. Neither one of these guys picking up too much ownership. Pineda, six. Keuchel, three. You want to go to Pineda? You want to go to Keuchel? Uh, no, not really. Um, and I thought I would get to more of the bats, just two of the better lineups in the MLB. 
Um, so just to quick kind of get the pitchers over with, I got to a little bit of Keiko, uh, basically no Pineda right now. Um, and I'm fine with that. I, I don't think these are very high upside options. I think both the lineups are really scary, but I didn't get to many of the bats either. So I'm hoping this total creeps up a little bit. Um, and even if it doesn't, like you've got teams that just hit home runs, like they're going out of style. Uh, not bad totals. It's not like we're talking about three and a half implied totals. They're at four and a half, which is a little bit below average for them. Um, but looking at the ownership on both of these teams, Minnesota under 1% and the White Sox under, or just over 1% uh, on DraftKings. On FanDuel, let's see, White Sox at 1.3%. The Twins are at 1.3%. So just White Sox, Twins, low owned stacks. Uh, I know the matchup's not ideal, but those would be ones that... I'm at least looking to get over the field on if I get to five, 6% of those, I like where I'm at. Yeah. So I have the white Sox third on DraftKings today. I have them second on FanDuel. They're kind of the anti-optimizer stack because they're not a great value. Um, They are very low in the top stack tool from a value perspective. I have them, like I said, I have them third overall on DK, but seventh for value. That's sort of like relative to their top odds. They're not a great value whatsoever. That's what makes me like them. I want to go to the White Sox because I think it's really easy to get like eight, nine percent and have nobody to compete with me. And then I'm getting a ton of power from Grandal, Abreu, Eloy Jimenez, Encarnacion. What did they call him in chat? Lou Bob. Love it. (laughs) Lou Bob. Luis Robert. Yeah. Lou Bob. (laughs) Lou Bob. I like that. Uh, I'm a fan. Lou Bob is a different looking guy than Luis Robert, though. Yes. Robert. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, so sign me up for the White Sox. The White Sox are my favorite GPP stack of the day. I look confused on the Minnesota Jakes. I, nah, there's nothing to be confused about. They're very expensive. Um, Nelly Cruz against the lefty. Uh, By the way, I think he he means that you look confused because you don't understand what I'm saying, (laughs) which is obviously not true. Oh, yeah. No, this has been a running bit for two years now. Um, Yeah, this is season three of it. Yeah. So Keuchel, a lefty that he's still not a bad real life pitcher. Like he's going to be an innings eater. He's going to be a guy with a decent ground ball rate. Not as good as he was maybe five years ago, but still solid. but the Twins lineup is also rock solid. Um, I kind of wish Kepler was in this lineup because then I think they'd be even low owned, uh, lower owned. Uh, but you still got Rosario for cheap at 4,100. Uh, I mean, how many times have you seen Alex take down a tournament with a guy lefty-lefty? Like, it, it doesn't matter as much as people probably think it does, um, especially if your stack is going off. They're not going to be facing the starter for that long. Yeah. Um, plus Rosario can hit lefty. So I, I just like the idea of getting to both of these stacks. And then if you play one of these stacks, the best part is you don't have to worry about the rest of your lineup in terms of being overly chalk. You can play Valdez and please sack. You can play Valdez and uh, whoever else you want. Lindblom. Lindblom. Yeah. And just hammer the white Sox and the twins. Um, yeah. And you're gonna be okay. That's the direction I'm going today. Um, really digging the white Sox. Moncada, 1% owned. 
I'm in Eloy, Edwin and Encarnacion, both 1% owned. I'm in Lou Bob. I'm in White Sox. I am in. Lou Bob, Alex's favorite guy ever in this projections. He's always good, no matter where he bats. And now we move to course. 6.6 run implied total for the Rockies, 5.9 for the Giants. John Gray, Kevin Gaussman. Neither pitcher is getting a lot of ownership. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it right now. I like both pitchers in this game more so than their ownership. Okay. More so than their ownership. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to have shares of both John Gray and Kevin Gaussman today. I like it. Scary, I but I don't mind going into cores with pitching. No, I think there's spots where it makes sense. Like I was just talking about playing Woj and he's got a 5.5 total against <laughs> him and John Gray's got a 5.8 total. It's not that big of a difference. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm more in agreement on gray, I think. Um, but I think either one cheap pitches and cores are, are fine if they're not getting ownership and neither of these guys are getting much at all. So I like the call mixing in some more gray just to try to get off Lindblom a little bit. Uh, we've seen him have success in Coors over the years at times. Um, it's just lower probability when you're in Coors, but that also lowers the ownership. So 6,300, pretty decent price for him. Yeah, that's that's the real takeaway here. 6,300 for Gray, 6,600 for Gaussman. On DraftKings, like that's, that's enough to really open me up to any, the price of any single bat. It's, it makes it really easy to roster whoever you want. Uh, a relatively expensive White Sox step, stack, perhaps. So, I like it. John Gray, 4.1% chance of being the top pitcher, only a 1% ownership share. I like it. I like it. Look, it fails more often than it succeeds, but that's fine. And so does everyone who plays MLB DFS. Exactly. Exactly. I think there's some edge to be, to be gained in grabbing some pitchers in a quarters game. Now, for the bats... Surprise, surprise, there's some ownership coming in here. I would have never expected it. Yeah. Colorado is the top stack in the top stack tool. San Francisco coming in number two. They're both actually uh, higher in the top stack odds than their ownership share. I have Colorado second overall. I fully, fully like it. Uh, Story Arenado picking up tons of ownership. They're probably two cash locks if you need them. Um how do you want to manage the Rockies with their ownership? And do you like the Giants? Because I don't. I'd be more likely to have zero. I don't like the Giants as much as I like the Rockies. Uh, and this total just jumped up, by the way. Oh, really? Uh, while I was looking at it, it jumped up a full run. Uh, or no, a, a half run, a half run. And it all went to Colorado. So they're at 6.8 is what I'm saying. Let me saying. take a look at it. Um, we'll see where it ends up. Uh, Colorado is my number one, or they're like tied with Houston as my number one stack for the night. They're going to be up there regardless. I don't see it changing. Um, San Francisco right now closer, like they're fringe top five for me. Um, they're not amazing. They're good value. They're just not that great of hitters. And that's, that's the issue I have. So I'll have some San Francisco. I will have a lot of Colorado uh, on both sites 
it looks like, uh, yeah, I think Colorado across the sites tonight will be my number one stack by a pretty good margin. Yeah, uh, they should be. Um, the, the upside is unrivaled in cores and the ownership isn't even all that out of whack. You might need to leave one of Story Arenado or Pilar out of the lineup just to be a little bit more unique. But in cash games in particular, you're going to have a lot coming out of Colorado and probably a few Giants bats coming back on the other end. Yeah. Who's your favorite Rockies bet? Favorite Rockies? Uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. Trevor Story. Yeah, that's safe. Safe. I, I, I mean, the the only the only actual answers are Story and Arenado, right? Yeah, yeah. Even righty righty, it doesn't. It just doesn't matter. Like these are these are not uh, guys that get aided by Coors. They would be good in any park. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're better in Coors, but sure. um, they're just really really good players for DFS day in and day out. All right, let's close this bad boy out. Dodgers and Diamondbacks, 5.4 run implied total for the Dodgers, three and a half for the D-backs. Julio Urias going for the Dodgers. Alex Young for the D-backs. Urias getting a little bit of love. He's about 10% owned on both sites, but 9,700 on DraftKings, not truly what I'm looking for. I would just rather have Corbin or Nola or save some money and move down. You going to Urias at all? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I mean, actually that, man, I got to more of him than I thought, but, uh, you know, if you get to 10% of Urias, uh, I think that's probably where I'll be around. Uh, it is a Dodgers pitcher. So you never know how deep they're actually going to be allowed to go, but it is a really low implied total. Um, the problem is I like police sack better. And then I think I like getting to Valdez better for cheaper, even with the, uh, the crazy ownership. So I think Urias will actually end up getting squeezed out for me once I switch some things around here. Dodgers showing up quite a bit over-owned in the top stack tool for today. Diamondbacks aren't showing up anywhere where it matters. Uh, I have them 20th of 22 and I have the Dodgers in the middle of the pack. Uh, I, this is a game that I don't really have a ton of interest in. I'm a little surprised that I don't that like some of these Dodgers bats don't grade out better, but uh, for right now, it, it just doesn't look like a great spot. I would basically be fading this entire game outside of like, if I had enough money to get to Mookie bets, but I just don't see it today. This, this whole game is basically a cross off for me. So, um, like if we said, if I, I said I like the Twins quite a bit and the White Sox and you like the White Sox a lot, like is yeah. this that different of a spot than than the White Sox? Um, the higher implied total, the pricing is difficult when you've got Coors, like the Dodgers first or three out of the first four are priced like they're like in Coors basically. Um, they're super expensive uh, and that usually – gets them to be a lower owned stack, but they're just, they're not that low owned. Right. Like that's, that's why I like the White Sox more. I mean, they're four times as owned, or the Dodgers are four times as owned as the White Sox. And I think they're pretty comparable from a top stack odds. I mean, I personally think they're, the White Sox should be higher than the Dodgers. Uh, well, maybe not should be, but like I have them parallel to each other. So I'll just take the ownership discount. So is there, is there one guy that's getting a ton of ownership 
on the Dodgers that's pulling this average up. Yeah, big Willie style. Will Smith, 16. Only, only 16. I mean, that's not that's not outrageous. No. Um, but it, it makes me think that they are being stacked more often. It's Will Smith at yeah. 16, then Bellinger 11, Betts 9, Turner 8, Pollock 8. So it is more of a stack than a, like the Rockies getting just three dudes in the 30s. Right, right. And then you look at the whites. I mean, you got to scroll way down to find a White Sox hitter. So yeah, that's 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 my jam in uh, in the GPP for today. All right, go Sox. I hope that full that that whole game uh, shoots out. Yeah, you and me both. All right, sum it up. Favorite favorite stacks on DraftKings. Um, so Houston and Colorado are, I think, my top two stacks that I think I'll be overweight on are the the Twins and that. Uh, Twins White Sox game uh, on FanDuel. I got we didn't really mention the Brewers hitters much, but that was my number one stack on FanDuel when I crunched. Okay. Um, and then there was one more. I thought uh, I'm I'm a little bit uncertain about what to do with the Cubs just because I think their ownership might go up and up and up as the day goes on because they're pretty affordable. Some of their top hitters. Um, so I have them right now, but they might end up getting chopped off for me. Okay. Uh, for FanDuel, for me, uh, the Mets are the top stack by a lot. They're already getting ownership, but I think that that just runs hand in hand. So no problem getting away or getting to the Mets. White Sox are my favorite GPP stack. They're not getting any ownership. I think they're second overall. No problem whatsoever going to Rockies bats or Cubs bats or Indians bats, but the ownership is sort of already there. They, they make for great filler. On Fandle for pitching, Corbin is number one for me, especially given his minimal ownership. I would essentially be fully fading Framber Valdez given his ownership. I would rather pay up to Aaron Nola in that case. And if you need to save some money, um, we have Josh Lindblom at 23% owned at 6,800. I would be more than okay rolling the dice on one of the core's options at no ownership. I agree. Yeah. Um, you mentioned the Mets is one of your top stacks on FanDuel, I believe. Uh, I like Woj a little bit on DraftKings. Um, okay. And then I'm, what I'm doing, what I plan to do with Pitcher would just be to mix in all the cheap guys that have uh, close to, or I guess they're not going to be close to 2x projection, but guys that are um, not too far behind Lindblom and that are way, way lower owned as my sp2 and that'll do it 11 up 11 down tune in to the pga strategy show at 2 30 ben raza and tim frank talking the tour championship i think it is. um we'll have mlb live before lock we'll have nba live before lock nhl strategy show are you doing any any nhl show today? uh no we're we're just doing slack and everything tools and cheat okay. sheets cheat sheets out there projections and rankings are up so we've got everything we need there you go guys tons of content coming in for all of our sports once again free content for today mlb projections nhl rankings and nba lineup builder that's what we've got thank you to yahoo sports for being the presenting sponsor of this show thank you to jake for being uh the best second banana in the show that you could ever have Guys, no more baseball for me. I'm out of here. Best of luck today. We out.